0: Silence in the face of evil is in itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. That's actually a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who stood against the German government during the time when it was persecution, not only against the Jews, but against Christians and pastors. We all can see the effect of what happens when there's a lack of knowledge. But in America, we don't necessarily have an information problem. We have an application problem. Well, this is why these courses were specifically designed not only to help you understand what the role of government is, why God's role of government is important, and why the Constitution was written, it will take you then to show you how you can apply these principles. Government versus God is a four-week intensive course on is government over God or is God over government? You ever heard the argument that abortion is legal? There is no law in the books written by Congress that abortion is legal. We need to be involved more in politics, but if you don't know any of those areas, you can't get involved. And our brand new Live Liberated Constitution course is a 14 week study on not only the documents of our founding of America, but also how you can apply those principles now to stand against tyrannical government. It actually says that we're created equal. Created by who? Someone greater than us. And that that creator endows us with rights of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness not only are we endowed with them they're unalienable which means they're non-transferable so we just had a perfect glance from 1606 to 1787 every single document shaped either their colony or their state or their region to say look god is of the utmost importance god is the lawgiver. god is the creator he's the one who gives me rights governments always exist not only to ensure rights but to make sure that you're free But when governments go outside of those bounds, it's up to us, we the people, to stand against them. Order your copies today. Hey guys, welcome to the
1: Self-Evident Podcast. It is the morning, Wednesday morning. We got mass. Always beautiful. Always wonderful. Always alive and vibrant.
0: I just got Botox yesterday. (laughs) can you tell
1: <laughs> i i made a trip to boca do i like you to, We're
0: off oh. to a good start so oh. welcome back no, no no diss to those who get
1: botox i just <laughs> yeah. thought it was funny <laughs> if, if any of our listeners have botox yeah i've got nothing to say i let's get coffee you did what together. you did <laughs> yeah. dribbled the other face. I tried to like oh, somehow save it, and oh, <laughs> it was boy. like Mazzy just punched another hole I in know, the boat. I know. I feel like
0: someone's going to email. That's just wrong to judge about, those with Botox. How dare you? Well, we're not
1: talking about breast implants. We're just talking about <laughs>
0: Botox. <laughs> oh, man. This is yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, we crashed on that
1: one. All right. Welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do not forget to go to our website, www.theselfevidenttruth.com
0: 5 second share 5 second share, ready? Share this video Two, three, four,
1: Alright, you must have pressed that share button because you do everything we ask you to you out now, of the kindness and love of your After heart. you've
0: shared, you've taken off 500 years of the purgatory
1: Yes, so. and a check will be mailed to you for $1500 <laughs> from an anonymous source. That's really how this works. We all remember those email chains. (laughs) Your Aunt Sandy sitting in her basement going, Ooh, another check if I just nail this chain to 10 people. Yep. And if you're too young to understand that reference, woe is you. You're just too young. Yeah. May the Lord have
0: mercy on your soul. Well, we really do have a serious podcast. We don't like... (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, we don't we don't we don't want to get too far off in the weeds. You know, we like having fun. I, you know, again, we're going to you're going to see in the next few weeks. We're going to change the entire design of the podcast room. And we're probably going to change even some of the format a little bit. Uh, it's just going to be different. It's going to be a little bit more of that talk, but still with the facts. You know what I mean? We still want to be factual. We still want to do. <clears throat> but I think our content is growing. And so we're stepping out in more things. And this is one of those topics that I'm never afraid to talk about. I'm not afraid to talk about anything i just don't like talking about things i can't prove so like you know the you know people are like you guys are talking about the voting machines yes we did but there's still no like you know that 2000 meals movie that came out thank god i mean these guys are on top of it and you know a lot of people are watching it and all that stuff but what now yeah right so it's like we just stirred up more controversy which yes if they did which yes we believe that the election was rigged i do I, i i it's There's no way that could have happened the way that it did. And that a white dude over a black dude, especially with the dissension, that's not got more votes than Barack Obama. I'm sorry, dude. It just doesn't jive with me. But we it's hard to prove that stuff when you don't have the facts. You're not in Georgia. I'm not in Georgia. Yeah. And so at first when we did it, we couldn't prove. We, we could only talk about what was being said right right? Right, right, and, right and we tried to be very
1: careful about that we we tried very hard not to get just swept up into conspiracy stuff we try to find the nuance we tried to find okay what's what's true here what's not what I do find interesting about the whole 2000 mules thing just to your point is they were it, when you get into the details of their standards for determining this theory they were very high level standards like they they Cell phone track these people, but they, their criteria was 10 ballot box locations or more, was what they considered to be a mule. And, and that's insane. Like, that's a very, how do you argue against, well, that person visited 10 ballot box locations just in their namely main daily travels? you don't go 10 places in your daily travels most times. No, you know, you nailed it's, it. So, especially in the middle of the night and all that. But anyways,
0: you know. no, 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 that's good. That's good. I think, too, if you notice anything about our podcast, we, we don't really hit on things right away. So when something big breaks mm-hmm. nationally, we wait about a week. And the reason is because the, 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 the sediment goes to the ground. Mm-hmm. The, the, the fog is lifted and people start to see clearly. If you guys remember the whole COVID thing, yeah, we called out right away what they were going to do. We, we said government was going you know, to you use us to shut down you know, shut down things. This is dangerous. I remember when they put everything on lockdown, I'm like, this is illegal. No, no matter yeah. what. As soon as I remember, we were in uh, the homeschool convention in, in Texas. And uh, it was a day in, a day, day and a half in. All of a sudden, everything got shut down. We're driving home and states are just shutting down churches. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is just weird. You know what I mean? Like, where do you have the authority? Tell me, that, it's an emergency. Tell me constitutionally where they have the authority to do that. Because yep. we are autonomous. We, we have liberty, right? So just tell me. So I remember right away, remember we would talk about it. It's like, this is wrong. It's illegal. They're going to use this. And we said, you give them an instant to take a mile, and it lasted a year and a half. Right. You you know, know, so, so 14 days. And yeah. all of a sudden, a year and a half later. Yeah. yeah. And just before the elections, all of a sudden, no place has masks. No place has any restrictions. Yep. Airports Recalled lifted their restrictions. You're right. So like we're seeing that. So we can see and because of history. But when it comes to things that are just popping up, like the school shooting in Texas, right? All of a sudden you're starting to find out what kind of guns this kid had. Where in the heck could he have spent? He had $9,000 of total gun use, ammunition, yeah. all of a sudden... How did an 18-year-old get that kind of... He was... Just question for a right. minute. How did he get that?
1: Right. And and to that point, it sounds like he was opening up credit cards and all of that. Like... There... <laughs> how and then the next question is okay he did how do you stop that at some you could put in all of the restrictions and in boundaries and laws that you want to possible and i'm not saying anarchy but, but lawless but like at
0: some point a kid will find a way yeah i know, you know? i know buying too many firearms at once and ammunition you get yeah. flagged for it you know yeah. it's like okay there's something weird going on this dude's buying kind of in bulk it you got to think the credit cards were giving this guy 18 right. years old a bunch of money right
1: yeah i'm with you,
0: you, you know, like that's... it's just there's all this weird crap that's like this makes no sense but we'll go after the ar-15 you know yeah and we'll go after gun manufacturers yeah. you know because they're the ones telling people to
1: pull triggers you know what i mean so we don't go after the banks for giving them credit cards we don't we don't go after you know the the system itself recognized he was an issue for a while all of his friends and everybody was yeah he was kind of he always talked about it, blah, blah 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 if if he's posting and sending messages on social media about how he's going to do a shooting we we have all of the technology in the world to completely collapse a conservative platform in one day great point look dude. look at alex jones he got shut down in a matter of what a day or two by all the social media platforms so we can do that but a kid's posting about school shootings and, and all yeah. of this,
0: and that that doesn't. Yep. You can pull a President Trump from, from Twitter and completely annihilate his following, right? But a kid who's posting on social media about shooting up schools, and you can get fact checkers. I can post yeah. something. A fact checker could be on it in right five in seconds. There. But we can't. You see what I'm saying? There's too many drop balls. Cops not going in there for, what, 40 minutes? Yeah. Like, you guys got to start questioning why, right? right? Why wouldn't they let parents in that had the well, firearms? Right. Why wouldn't
1: they let parents in? and Border Patrol agents. The, and there was issue between the Border Patrol and the police. Um, the, the police from what is being reported allegedly, right? There was a conflict between the police trying to tell the Border Patrol not to go in there and the Border Patrol because they were trying to treat it as a hostage situation. And Border Patrol was going, no, 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 active shooter situation. And then the difference between the two is hostage situation. People aren't being killed. It's let's Let's try to negotiate this situation to talk the person to coming out. Active shooter situation is you go in there and you take the person down, you neutralize because he
0: has killed people.
1: Exactly. And so border from what or is she. being reported, border patrol was saying, No, this is active shooter. Cops were the, the police department, it sounds like from on high down, was saying, No, we're treating it as on hostage high down situation. Right right you know the the decision makers
0: you know you got to think about it right the the sheriffs of a county are elected police chiefs are paid where were they getting their orders from this is the kind of stuff you really got to start thinking about and if you think i'm weird about this then you have no idea even about scripture Mm -hmm. kings and governments have conspired against their people for centuries this is nothing new okay why all of a sudden the school shootings after dealing with the russia thing after seeing Joe make gaff after gaff after gaffe, after the gas price hikes, inflation's going bonkers, and all of a sudden, school, a school shooting, what was it, a, a factory? Uh, no, I'm sorry, a, a shooting in a, in a hospital. Yep. Like, one after the other after the other, right? No, here's, here's what's crazy. They don't report about Chicago. They never report no. about Chicago. Never. And they always try no. to keep it under the wraps, right? Then, highest and strictest gun laws in the nation. Right. California. Uh, I just read this statistic
1: recently. California. Has the highest number of active shooter incidents? Yeah, California has is like number one in terms of gun control and regulation. Like yeah. they're, they're rated number one by the gun control organizations.
0: And I think too, yeah. Okay. So, go ahead. So
1: I'm sorry. so you're you have the most gun laws. You have the tightest restrictions. Yet you had the highest number of active shooter situations. Now people, well, they're bringing guns across boundaries. Your laws aren't working. A and B. What is causing these situations? Yeah, We have to go back to why are people falling into, walking into, running into a mindset to where this is a plausible thing for me to do and this is the only thing I can do.
0: 100%. I think, uh, so So go with that just for a second. We said this last week, I think. We're going to say it again. A criminal will always find a way around the law to do it. That's It's called criminal. Yeah. They're committing a crime against law. They used to be called outlaws. They were outside of the law, right? Outlaws. You're creating more laws. And you know what happens when you create more laws? You create more criminals. Mm -hmm. So the more laws you create against law-abiding citizens, you now turn them into criminals. What's so crazy is you guys are the ones decrying. Too many criminals are in jail right now for petty things like drug possession, marijuana, that kind of stuff, right? But now you're going to go catch law-abiding citizens who have a 12-round magazine who have never shot anybody in their life. Right. Who are just self-defending type people and you're going to prosecute them. Right. So what you're doing is you're saying we don't want the criminals that are doing needless things in the system. But well, now you're going to create more laws to create more criminals. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it's all about money. This has everything to do with money control. We know that. Right. I just think that that the more and more we can talk reason, the unreasonable will not get it. I've, I have learned this and I don't know why it, 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 I, I've always known this. But I just don't even engage people on social anymore. I can't because they're just unreasonable as I'll get out.
1: Yeah. I did that. I'm thinking about a couple of recent Facebook posts and that kind of thing. It's like you always have to weigh out okay, what's it worth to respond to this? It's nothing. You know, and it's It's nothing because the 99% of those people aren't really interested. Yeah.
0: And you know know what I noticed too? Every time a liberal comes on our page to comment, they call me a deplorable Republican. Uh, you know, you you you're right wing, you're all this other stuff. It's like I'm actually none of that. <laughs> Which tells me
1: you haven't paid attention to anything that we've
0: put out. That's up. what I'm saying. They're so brainwashed <laughs> that anybody who disagrees with them is on the right. They're deplorable. The Trump supporters are this. Yeah, we're not any supporters, we're law abiders, and, and we want to support people who abide by the constitution, right? Because I'm not after one man fixing everything. Yeah. We we've said this a hundred times, but that's how you know you don't even need to engage in their being unreasonable because they just you're all you're going to do is pick a fight and it's going to go round and round in circles and they're going to keep changing the subject. Right. There's it's pointless. You have to just keep going for the conscience. There was a a podcast that I was listening
1: to uh, this morning. And then yesterday it's called Tim Cass. Go ahead and check it out. Tim pool. He's, he's pretty interesting fellow, but very determined to try and find the truth on issues. And what they were talking about was honestly, from where they're sitting conservatives tend to be more truthful than liberals and it's funny because he he has this list of like all of the the lies and hoaxes that liberals have have attached to you got the jesse smollett stuff that they still defend you've got russia gate you've got Ukraine gate you've got blm they still defend you've got um um there's Uh, Michael Brown, George Floyd, you know, all of these these stories are stories that progressives just attach to. They don't care what the narrative is. And then you look at CNN and MSNBC and all of that. And what I thought was interesting is is Poole himself continues to kind of consider himself a, a centrist, libertarian, socially liberal type guy. He he's more more in the conservative realm i think than he probably gives himself credit for but it's it's interesting that he he describes himself as more moderate um socially liberal yet he's looking at the hard conservatives and saying when i compare hard conservatives to hard liberals i find hard conservatives tend to be more directed towards the truth than the hard liberals do. right 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 right, right 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 and and it's it's so fascinating because but, we're, we're, it's that old adage of, you know, accuse somebody of something you're doing yourself. And so we always get accused of like, you're just following lies and narratives, and conspiracies and Russiagate, Russiagate. How is that not a completely contrived lie? And, and go ahead and show me that it's true. And they
0: won't. And they you won't know what? They spent, an they, know. Anti- and they spent an entire, what, year or or a little oh, yeah, bit more It was than... his
1: whole presidency, really. But the year leading up to yeah, it, yeah, right? It was like they... really,
0: yeah. I mean, they talked about it, but then it was like when they really started to actively do it. Yeah. So it became this, this, this sore thumb, I think, on Trump's presidency. And this guy here, like it's it's and and I think this is why people get discouraged because when the media is constantly reporting that Biden's this, this like savior, good guy, yeah, yeah. and commonly can do the wrong somehow inflation. People did. think that that's the majority. So they say our country's going to hell, they receive they love sin. I don't believe that. The media is just a a conglomerate. Yeah, When government starts to elect bad laws, right, or make bad laws, it's only 535 people against 330 million. We got to get this narrative out of our head that just because they're doing it, that that's the majority. And it's not. Dude, we have the ability to stand. Our states are doing it. Our states are electing good people. Let's continue to do that, especially in our states. And if the states have to start enacting a wall around their own states, around the federal government and saying, any law that's unconstitutional against our state, we're not we're not abiding by. Make an amendment. Right, that federal government's gone too big, and you know what? It's illegal for them to do it. I mean, why can't we do that? We can absolutely. It's, we've got to get out of that mindset. What's so crazy yeah. is if they're breaking the law, which they're doing, it shouldn't even be obeyed anyway. You they, know what I mean? They,
1: so they need to be held to account, and, and, and not not talking about wild, you know, revolution like oh uh, no, tar what, and feathering, not yet. But I'm sure some of our listeners are ah! <laughs> um, there's there is a reason to hold your leaders accountable and to be able to see them held to account just as we are. You know, I think of the whole Hunter Biden thing. Isn't it amazing? That guy has not been charged with anything and he won't be. But if you were to do what he was doing. Man, you'd be in jail for years. Truth. It would be quick, it would be swift. Swift.
0: Yep. You would be disappeared, you know. I'm ready to get into it. You're ready to get to Yeah, see? this one's going to be a tough one. Yeah. This we don't like talking about these things, but we need to talk about these things um because sin will continue to pervert and grow and get worse uh in in the national narrative if we allow it to be. So Uh, Mike and I were talking about this specific article and he really did a lot of homework on it. And, uh, why don't you carry it away, Mikey? So I'm going to
1: preface this by if your kids listen, um, warning, uh, this, this is kind of some heavy stuff that might be a little too mature for them. So I'm going to give you time to, uh, get them paying attention to something else. Uh, because this, this does get into kids. It gets into uh, adult themes And honestly, like, this stuff makes me sick talking about and researching. Like, I was getting sick just researching this stuff. Um, But we feel it's important to talk about because there's stuff that gets passed around. And and we want to, like we've always talked about, find the nuance of this stuff and and really try to give you a more complete picture. So CFAM.org reported on a report published by the UN Children's Fund, addressing how government policy can be used to protect children from harmful, abusive, and violent content online. Now, here's a, the article. Notice I always leave the URL in the picture so that you guys, at any time, freeze it, type it in, read the article. Please, please do that. Please do your research. Please go to the sources that we're finding, okay? Read it yourself. Make your own determination. So let's go to the next slide. So, within the EU report, an EU kids study was cited, which surveyed the emotional reactions of kids to sexual content and imagery. This is important emotional reaction. Remember that. The study of 19 EU nations found that a majority of children who saw the imagery said their emotional response was neither happy nor sad. Think about that. Our survey. Is being built on well, how did the kid emotionally respond? Which is totally indicative of our society. Today. Yeah, it's all emotions. All emotion. What's what's your emotional response? Now, the UNICEF report is accused by CFAM of defending children's access to sexual imagery, and that they had a milk toast response to the idea that hardcore porn doesn't speak to the harms. Now, I just said the word. I don't know if that's going to get us really limited on YouTube. Yeah, I, I, we've been getting limited know, anyways. So yeah, no I know people. Uh, uh, censor it. So I'm just going to keep saying it. And, you know, it is what it is. So, Sewell. So. Now the study in the EU kids did not differentiate the imagery that the children saw as it wasn't asked by the survey to the kids. So we don't know what type of imagery they saw. And they did this on purpose. They, they, and they didn't use the word born or anything like that. Where CFAM, CFAM is correct, is in ferreting out what is not being said. Children were asked about their emotions. There's no correcting statement from EU kids about the harm of the sexual imagery that the children might not realize. That's important. If we're going to actually care about the effect of sexual imagery on children, we would talk about the harms. But that that survey did not do anything about talking about the harms. It, It just reported, well, kids, you know, they don't feel happy or sad about it. Some kids even reported that they felt happy. What the UNICEF report does say is so EU kids didn't say anything about harmful imagery. What UNICEF report said is what is the evidence of risk and harm? And there are several different kinds of risks and harms that have been linked to children's exposure to pornography. Some research associates. Access to pornography at a young age with poor mental health, sexism and objectification, sexual aggression and other negative outcomes. The evidence suggests that some children appear to be harmed by exposure to some kinds of pornography, at least some of the time, but that the nature and extent of that harm vary. What a milk toast statement. Well, it could be harmful. Could it, not be. Could not be. Some kids, it might harm. So they list these dangers of access, yet at the same time, they speak to the idea that the nature and extent of harm may vary, right? This wouldn't be as bad if there wasn't an argument made about the necessity of access to sexual education materials and, interestingly, LGBTQ materials. Notice they throw that in there. All the time. We've got to throw that in there, but... They say from a rights perspective, extreme care would be needed to avoid excluding children from sexual and reproductive health information online. Sexuality education, including resources for LGBTQ education, may be categorized as pornography in some contexts. Finally, it is questionable whether age assurance tools are an appropriate response to pornography that depicts extreme violence or violence against women, both of What's which... What's a woman? Well, yeah, we can't even define that anymore, so both of which can arguably be considered harmful for viewers of all age, okay, so you're gonna say the violent stuff is harmful for all ages, but everything else,
0: well, we'll toss the balls up in the air i mean it's it's you're you're saying that correctly. I think when I'm looking at this, gosh, <laughs> does that look? Nasty? I think choice of words, choice, choice of, of words. words, be careful about the Good words you night. choose. <laughs> uh, I think so. So if, if you realize why they're trying to do this, um, every major civilization has fallen due to a sexual revolution. Something had right. to happen where sexuality is perverse. And instead of saying, because, you know, I remember back in the 90s and it started to happen where women are being objectified, sexism, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, porn industry was like put on notice because it was objectifying women. And it was like, that's not, not realistic. All this other stuff. But then now, instead of saying we need to get away from porn, not show kids that we just accept it and say, look, look at the beauty of this industry. Look at the beauty of this art form. Look Sex at Sex work is real work. That Sex work. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then instead of putting value on the woman itself, we put value on the sin of the woman, sin of the man, mm-hmm. sin of the people. That's so in true. other words, we start to create value in the sin of something because that's just how they want to live their life. So there's beauty in their sin. Right. Right. When it's quite the contrary your value isn't in what sin you commit because if that was the case then then uh Jesus would never have died because there's value in sin right but the value of sin or the wages of sin was death right so they don't even realize they're dying to their own conscience they're searing it with a hot air they don't realize that they have no foundation anymore and unless the spirit of god illuminates their spirit and their soul to cry out there's no there's it's, no recourse from it so i think this acceptance of sin to say we need to l- legalize sin when sin became votable, I've said this many times. When sin became votable, that's when we started to lose.
1: Yeah. And it it was the wedge for the I, I always hesitate to say this, but satanic agenda because people automatically get this this Illuminati type vision. I'm talking, no, the, the true satanic agenda is make sin as enticable as possible. That's right. So and so it's acceptable. Try to create worth in it where there is no worth, which is it's a lie, right? There is no worth in sin, except the wages of sin is death, right? So if you can produce some type of enticement out of it, some type of worth out of it, some type of reason out of it, then people will fall into it so
0: much easier. So the hunger is like these kids that used to want to go to gangs because it was a family. The hunger is you're not accepted, go into a sinful place and we'll accept you here. In other words, you want to be LGBT, whatever, Go do that. You want to be transgender? Go do that. But now the sin has become valuable. So then now people are just, it's easier to sin than to be righteous, right? Right. So then go get accepted in a group. And the moment that you say that you're gay, the moment that you say that you're transvestite or transgender, the moment you say you're automatically accepted into this club, right? That's going to accept you. But uh, and I think we should do a study on this. How many people get chewed up and spit out of these things? that yeah. Because they, they, they've lost their value and contribution to that group. Or they right. they disagree at some point, and these groups are are cutthroat. They will I, they will cannibalize you. And fast. I, I could see two people saying, "Well, they do it in churches." There's no doubt that the church has has created a, a kind of a, a loveless uh, gospel, almost a me-centered gospel. You know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, there's many churches that do that. Um, the church is not designed to do that. It was never meant to do that. It was never meant to disenfranchise someone. But if you're clearly in sin, you reject the Gospels of Jesus, you're going in there to create a ruckus, you want people to accept you, then yes, you are now becoming defiant. That's scriptural. Yep. The Bible says to not even company with them because they don't want to. They, they're totally against what you're doing. So we're, we're actually beating uh, the air with this. You yep. know what I mean? We're, we're, we're fighting against. There's no point and purpose in it. Because it, it, it works from the, the lens of self.
1: So yeah. the person comes in totally trying to self-justify their own sin, and at the point where the church says, look, you continue to self-justify your sin, we we can't associate with you a hundred percent then takes on the offense and says, You won't accept me as I am. No, you won't accept what the community standards have been exactly for you to join the community. Like,
0: look at that statement. You don't accept me as my... that's a very popular statement, right? Yeah. You don't accept Christ for who he is. Yeah. We try to change Christ to suit us instead of us conforming to Christ. Because... Jesus never talked about homo. Homeless homosexuality right jesus would have never said this jesus would have never done that jesus was the son of god whose father spoke of these things Do you honestly think if he was an obedient son who went to the cross sinless was a good man which most religions do acclimate to that he was a good man he was a prophet he was this do you think he would honestly disobey his father? And if he says himself, I am not of my own will, right? I am of my father's will. I only do. What is s- the Old Testament? Dude, the father's will. Bingo. It, it, he, what does he say? I only speak and do the I'm saying, say do those things. What my father told me mm-hmm. to do Holy Spirit. I, I the Holy Spirit only speaks what the father. Tell- so in other words, if the father has spoken it, where in the covenant did he say, I'm absolving the covenant against sin for you to walk in when you walk in Christ? It's not, it's not there. It's not there. Right. Matter of fact, quite the opposite. Romans talks about that when, when uh, those that are led by the Spirit won't commit sin. Those that are led of the Spirit, those are sons of God. Those right. are led of the Spirit won't be led into temptation. They can't be. Right. God will not lead you. God, it's in James. He will not lead you to tempt you to sin. So there's this side of God that is righteous and holy. And just, he's, that's his every side. He's love. Right. And yes, we'll stumble. I get it. But our heart cries to holiness. Lord, I'm not in your will right now if I'm in sin. Lord, I'm not. My prayers have been hindered, Lord, and I feel it because I know I've been apart from you. Lord, I need your righteousness right now. And he turns around because he's willing and open and he's not willing that any should perish. And, you know, some of us that are listening to this right now, you feel because maybe you're in pornography or because you're not praying to the Lord or because of some other sin or some other thing that kept you from the Lord, you feel like I'm too far gone from the Lord. Right. Or you're just an open rebellion right now and you don't care. Yeah. Right. You know what's so crazy? God did. And he sent the son Christ for you, even in your rebellious heart. I can't minister to rebellion, right? Here's what I can minister to. Your rebellion has separated you between you and God. And the fact that you want to be against the Lord proves that there's something that's out there, that you're, right. you, there's a spiritual. Uh, you, you, Why you, care if it's not there? Exactly. There's this, there's this open rebellion, open hostility against God. Why? Why? Why do you even have that? Where does that come from? Right? That's not a mental thing. It's yeah. in here. Hatred comes from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Love comes from somewhere. And so it's it's that that open door opportunity for us to lay down our sin, which the Bible says in Hebrews 12, right? Lay down every sin that easily besets you, every that distracts you. Run with endurance, the, 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 uh, you know, with patience, the race that's set before you. I think all of you listening, some of you may feel that. Like, I, I'm, I'm distant from the Lord. I haven't prayed in a long minute, all these other things. And it's like, there's a Lord saying, so, what are you waiting for? Yeah. You know, like, do do repent, now. repent, come right? Come,
1: come to the river. I was, I was, my my Bible study right now is in Revelation, and so I was reading the letters. Dang, yeah, that opens up a whole nother candle. Yeah,
0: I, I think I'm on chapter eight right now in Revelation. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I just got through the letters, and what I find interesting is he tells all of them except the two that. They were just doing good and had nothing bad to say about them. But he tells all of them, repent, right? So Ooh. it's not, you're awful, you're done. I'm removing your lampstand. It's repent, overcome, come
0: back to me, right? Yeah, not only that, look how corrupt some of them were in yeah. a sense when he was like, dude, you have lost your marbles. Repent, repent. You're, your mind. you're following the Jezebel spirit. Repent, 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 come yeah, back like, to me. So so to the churches, he's saying, look, you've gone way off base, fellers. Turn around, fellas. Turn around. Right. Come to me. Right. And he wasn't rejecting them. He was saying, all right, I'm going to publicly call you out right now in this letter. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is a vision from John. But he had a vision of the seven churches, which is so important to, to realize that even in their sin, God was still calling out to them. Yep. Just like he did to the children of Israel when they were in their sin. I'm, I'm reaching out to you. I have an, a long outstretched arm. I'm, now I'm, you're, you're, you're bloody and bruised from all the rebukes I've given you. You're not even turning around. Fine. You'll go into captivity. But even in the captivity, he would say to them, one day you will prosper. I have a plan for you. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? That's good. So there's, it doesn't matter how far you go. Now that's not an excuse to sin. See, and if you have an excuse to sin after I said that, are you really converted? Do you really have the spirit of God in you? Because you don't want to go against and contrary to the spirit of God. Your heart cries out for the things of God. It's not perfect. Your heart cries out for something greater than itself. It's, 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 it's go ahead. Uh,
1: just to add to that, it's the heart position. I was talking about this in my class on Sunday. Is you notice even at the end of his days, Paul was saying, I am a chief of sinners, right? I am the chief of sinners. So not I was and now I'm perfect. Not I'm perfect and beyond all this. He still sees the sin and the flaw in himself. He, he, he still said, look, what I want to do, I don't do, and what I don't want to do, I do. Romans right? 7. The flesh is at war Romans with the 7, spirit. Yeah. Right? It, it, this idea that you will hit perfection before you're face to face with Christ is just not true. So take heart. Look, you're you're going to stumble and you're going to have issue, but you notice where Paul's heart was at? It, it could not be questioned. His heart was, I want closer to Christ. I want more of God. I want to be. I want to be righteous. Right. Not that I've already obtained all this, but I press forward to take hold of it for that for which Christ Jesus took hold Come of me, on, right? You, I'm pressing forward. So you stumble, but you press forward. You, no, 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 Lord, this is not going to entangle me. I need to move forward. Lord, I need more of you. Need closer, right? And so people, they stumble and they're like, oh, I'm done.
0: Repent. Yeah. Turn back. If, if you're really uh father, mother, aunt, grandma, grandpa, whatever, you know, look. Kid stumbles and falls. Your niece, nephew stumbles and falls. Your grandkids stumble. You would never say to them, "Done with you." Yeah, you can't walk. Disobey. I'm done with you. No, you train them. You teach them. Mm -hmm. If they're continuously disobedient, the punishment comes. It's it's reaping and sowing is really what it is. You know, it's it's and and two like if you're constantly falling into sin, you gotta wonder, are you really seeking the Lord and truth? And every time someone really comes to me with problems about sin. My first question is, are you in the word daily right. and are you in prayer? And if you're not, that's, that's the problem. And, and you know what? Because you're not
1: warding off the enemy. You know what? 9.9% 9. or 9.9 9 out of 10 times. And I, I could probably make the argument 10 out of 10 is, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not reading enough or praying. Enough. I, yeah, I could probably be doing more.
0: Every time. So do it. Pretty much every yeah, time. But it's. No. Because the Christian, the Christian who is in their word daily and in prayer and stuff, when the trial hits, it's not a trial of sin. It's a trial of something. That's more in a, in a, in a, uh, something they can't control, right? It's almost like a, not that you can control sin, but you can mortify your flesh. (laughs) Yeah. But when it comes to like my wife being sick or whatever, like that, there's nothing she could have done to control that, right? So when those attacks come, and I'm not saying she's holy, she is. I mean, she's a saint. I mean, I love her. But when those trials come, they're not the sin issues. They're like things you can't control. But look at the progression of what she went through, and dude, Never once. I never saw her complain. Yeah. Matter of fact, quite the opposite, singing hymns to God in the in the process before surgery. And all it's like, what the heck? You know, like what where, where'd that come from? And now yeah. a supernatural faith comes over you when you hit those issues, when you hit those trials and tribulations, a supernatural faith comes in and says, No, the Lord's got this. So it's just a different mindset. You know, it's a different game. I don't know if you want to continue. Let's continue yeah. to yeah. go uh, fast one, though. <laughs> one thing that I... Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Guys, we went off on some tangents. My fault. My fault, my, baby.
1: My, my fault, baby. A, not a problem. It's just what we needed. So sure. one of the things I want to point out that it, an issue is, is that this... Go ahead and show Massey quick.
0: He, he can't help himself. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> 20% stud, 80% muffin. <laughs> muffin. Muffin. Oh with butter.
1: That's That's right. a butter.
0: Uh, I'm an Oprah Muffin. Elijah
1: Muffins are on you today. That's right. Okay. So one of Easy the things e. that,
0: one of the things that I want to
1: point out in this whole topic is notice that that conversation about sexual education. They say we, we need to protect children's access to sexual education material. Because it's their right. Right. And and I want you to parse that out. You know what that means unsupervised access to sexual education materials. What the heck? dude? What does that lead to? What, how many kids do you think go? No, I'll stop at this write up about how great sex is. (laughs) Right?
0: Gosh. I mean, look at the effect of a single parent home on kids, right? Look at the effect of kids playing too many video games. Not that I'm blaming the video games for them shooting schools. I'm not doing that. What yeah. I'm saying is, your connection with the next person is not there. The social skills are not there. The social cues are not there. And I think we're calling kids autistic when their minds are being yeah. jumbled in a thousand pieces because right. you know what I mean. So like, look at the effect of parents um, who 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 uh, live in an angry, non-conversive household, yeah. right? Uh, and 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 look at people who actually pay attention to their kids and actually admonish their kids and all these other things. So like there's to say that this won't affect a child when the littlest things can affect a child, right? And I think
1: that's a really good point that people don't make is studies have shown the the massive effect that social isolation isolation has on kids. The the separating them not they don't get a really important training and raising when they're socialized properly Dude, but, yeah. but you look at all of the influence especially with them not being in school for the past what two years and and so all of their interaction is completely passive consumption they're losing this this so important skill and maturation process of socializing yeah, socializing proper socializing
0: so they sit in their rooms isolated they pleasure themselves isolated, isolated, passive right? so, consumption. So so then masculinity is out the door because masculinity really requires discipline. Yeah. And, and real femininity requires disciplines. And so when you isolate them, it becomes about them mm-hmm. and they're they're isolated. They're selfish. And then you wonder why we produce the kids. We do is because sin will kill them inside. It'll kill their spirit. It'll yeah. kill their soul. It'll kill everything about them, you know, and they, they won't prosper. They can't. They're not even thinking oh. right. I want to I get into
1: this next stuff. So let's go to slide study one. I, I don't know if they're labeled well or not. Um, so study published in two. I, I want to talk about the details. Yes, I believe that's the right one. I've got a couple of studies in here. I, w- I want to talk about the effects of pornography. We need to talk about these effects because even if you're saying, well, sexual education materials – unsupervised sooner or later they will get to pornography and i want to really destroy this eu kids survey saying well they're not happy or sad it doesn't matter their emotional response it does not matter a study published in 2015 stated we reviewed available neuroscientific literature on internet pornography addiction and connects the results to the addiction model the review leads to the conclusion that Internet pornography addiction fits into the addiction framework and shares similar basic mechanisms with substance addiction. Ooh. Think about this. A kid does coke and says, well, I'm neither happy nor sad about it. Do you then determine, well, it's it probably only harmful in some cases because I've seen the, the coke addict out on the street. No, we all say, no, it's it's creating an issue in the brain. This this is starting my argument of we cannot look at pornography as just this this general issue. This works along the addiction pathways the same way as cocaine. And I'll prove that. I'll prove that in a second. Truth, man. We have to pay attention to this of this is very dangerous. Just as you would say, I don't want my kid to try coke or heroin once. I don't want that stuff anywhere near my kid. Good. Same thing as pornography. So let's go to study two. The next slide. Another from Cambridge compared brain scans of drug addicts. Remember, we've already connected that Internet pornography goes the same pathways of addiction as, as cocaine or heroin or whatever. Compared brain scans of drug addicts to porn watchers. The disassociation between desire or wanting and liking is consistent with theories of incentive motivation underlying CSB as in drug addictions. Neural differences in the processing of sexual cue reactivity were identified in CSB subjects and regions previously implicated in drug cue reactivity studies. Wow. In other words, the same areas of your brain are getting lit up that drug addiction does. And what's worse is drug addiction over a long term rewires your brain from wanting and liking into biological need
0: but i think we talked about this last week you remember how the the crack and cocaine all this other stuff instead of saying okay let's go after that stuff let's go stop the the black market of it right all of a sudden it's the bidens of the world that come out and say we're just gonna go give them free crack pipes so in other words solve the problem right so let's open porn to kids you know and because they're gonna get addicted anyway that's the whole thing it's like you know if they fall into it they fall into it we can't really so let's just let them do it you know what i mean it's like uh which in in a sense I understand the autonomy of it, like we're, we're free to do what we're called to. Mm-hmm. But church, if this doesn't put you into action, into flight, if this doesn't like really make you say, hey, man, we got a job to do. These yeah. kids are being destroyed left and right. And I know I can hear the liberals so, now listen to them say destroyed. It is. Yeah, I'll your, prove it to you. Yeah. Your kids now are so different, conversely different from back then. Dude, it's like it, just even the way we were raised to work the way we were raised to think, the way I was raised to raise or keep my family, dude, it's it's a it's a mile difference. Would, mile long difference.
1: And if you look at an 18-year-old today who has an active porn consumption, you know, a, a lot of kids every single day. And then you would look at a kid who's got an everyday cocaine habit. You would say that kid is being destroyed. We need to say... That kid addicted to pornography every single day is being destroyed the same way as the kid addicted to cocaine. Yeah,
0: I think you made mention too in another podcast that porn is more destructive than guns because of what yeah. it does neurologically to people. Yep. That that old conquer series thing that Kingdom Works does or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it was very that, good, dude. That about the good. the pathways that those things create in your brain and how you have, you know you got to rework. I mean, that's just that's real, dude. Because yeah. when you're in it, you're in it. It's hard to get out. Once you're out and delivered from it, it's like. Lord now deliver me from those remembrances right. and those thoughts Take and those, those pictures images, please Yeah dude it's like it's it's a it's a battle you know it, when, when you're
1: it truly is and and there are studies that reference that those images stay forever that they can't be removed now the power of God overcomes all things right and and there are people who have had great success of the Lord actually removing images from their brain um, I'll say that you, right God's it, removed them from me. So. And when you look back at the addiction, you go, wow, Lord, I never want to fall anywhere near that because it's so <gasps> destructive. Um, let's go to slot, the next slide, study three. So I, I referenced this last podcast or the podcast before that not just it creates addiction pathways, but it reduces gray matter in the prefrontal cortex. A study by BYU states the prefrontal cortex, which oversees regulating self-control Decreases in size when exhibiting addictive behaviors. The cause of behavioral addictions like pornography addiction comes from the prefrontal cortex, such as areas, areas such as the DLPFC, the VIPFC, and the VMPFC. This effect on the prefrontal cortex has been shown to be particularly marked in participants with pornography addiction. Pornography use has been shown to decrease the gray matter of the prefrontal cortex compared to baseline, thereby decreasing decision making. Dude, your brain is being seared, your conscience is being seared. And what is one of the fruit of the spirit? Self-control. Self-control. Once you remove self-control, you are a debased animal. You really Romans are. 1. When you remove yourself from the Lord, you start chasing after your desires. At some point, he gives you up to your own desires. Reprobate mind, which Reprobate, means void of judgment, exactly. void of right and wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And so then Romans 1, when people, uh, uh, you know, the Bible that was talking about pedophilia or that wasn't really talking about homosexuality, point them to Romans 1. Why? Because Romans 1 doesn't use the word homosexuality. What it says is men traded women for the, their natural passions, traded them in for men. Men went after men for those passions, right? Unnatural desires. That is referencing when you hit that point of your brain being seared, all bets are off. There's no more check. There's no more check. So this effect that the study continues, this effect to the cortices dedicated to decision-making and self-control may contribute to why pornography use can be addictive. In other words, do not tell me it might not be harmful because they don't have a
0: bad reaction to it. Sin is pleasurable for a season. It sure is. You can't lie to your kids. It's, it is fun. That's why kids do it. That's why we did it. That's why people engage in it. It's not that it's bad. Yeah. It's fun for them or something in their head tells them it's right. You right. know, now I, I really want to plow through this conclusion.
1: Why is all of this connected?
0: I'm going yeah, to text P Todd. Yeah. Low low. Late, hey, buddy.
1: And tell him, watch the podcast. You'll understand. <laughs> so this is the rabbit hole. I'm just going to read what I wrote. Listen very carefully to this. Listen closely. I debated how much of this to put in because frankly, it made me sick to look through, but we have a push to sexualize our classrooms, teach young children, sexual education, actively move to say they have a right to access sexual education material. And we seem bent on flooding their lives with talk about sexual orientation and gender. What about the adult side of this whole formula? Alan Walker an assistant professor at Old Dominion University has advocated for pedophilia to be destigmatized and called for them to be referred to as minor attracted persons. Walker is the author of the book, A Long Dark Shadow Minor Attracted People in Their Pursuit of Dignity. Let that sit there. Which challenges. Widespread assumptions that persons who are preferentially attracted to minors, often referred to as pedophiles, are necessarily also predators and sex offenders. This book takes readers into the lives of non-offending minor-attracted persons. Walker isn't the only one who is building the case to change the language and destigmatize it. Vice also looked into allegedly non-offending pedophiles, including a foster parent with a pseudonym called G- Gary, who, to no one's surprise, but everyone's horror, was accused by one of his foster children's biological mothers of sexually abusing her daughter. There was also a man dubbed Ian who is so non-offending that he felt comfortable testing himself by working at a job that involved children directly. You might be a tad skeptical if your friend who is recovering from alcoholism took a job managing the local liquor store. That skepticism is all the more warranted, when we're running the risk of children being groomed and abused instead of overindulgence in a few too many handles of old number seven.
0: Yep, you know, let's, let's just, just, just hearing this, right? Again, they normalize the sin side, right? Then they start taking away the justice of the child. What's happening is these people, they haven't engaged in it. They're just minorly minor, minor <laughs> attracted. Yeah. So instead of saying that your identity is in Christ, your identity now is a your, pedophile. Yeah, your yeah. attraction
1: to children, this, which can't
0: be changed. Right. They'll even admit yep. that. Yep. You're gay. It is what it is. Even if you don't practice it, you're gay. That's just how it is. And you know what? The, 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 the church has adopted it in a lot of forms by saying, yeah, I mean, you can be gay. You just can't engage in it. No, you cannot be. If you're truly redeemed of God, I am no longer in that sin. I'm not identified by that sin. Yep. Nope. If I have an issue with drugs, I'm not a drug user. God will deliver me from drug use. I'm not a druggy. Still, yep. I'm born of a new nature. So to even the churches say, "Well, you, you know, gay happens, but you don't. You don't. I, I'm gay, but I don't engage in it. You're not you're, Christ. You're 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 on the boundary of the sin. Exactly. You're not walking away from it. Exactly. Yeah. And you're leaving the door open to possibly do it and then for God to forgive you. Yeah. The the free Trading, grace. Freedom. Free, free grace. Movement. I'm telling you, man. So the church, the the world has even adopted how the church is reacting to sin.
1: Yeah. So, salon.com ran several articles by a pedo himself claiming virtuous status because he had never acted yet related his deep attraction to a little girl he babysat. TEDx pulled a presentation that attempted the same line of destigmatizing. A couple of groups called Before You Act and Prostasia both argue for the rights of pedophilia, pe- pedophiles, sorry, pederasts. pederasts, and the importance of destigmatizing, including fighting for legislation that protects people. 4W.Pub this is a feminist website, wrote an extensive report on Prostasia and has nothing good to say about the organization, pointing out the legal troubles several of the group's leaders and members have had regarding minor- minors. The movement itself seems to shy away from really discussing the danger to children, instead, even having chat conferences between teenagers and maps, minor attractive people, to discuss the whole topic. Fox guarding the henhouse. Hen so, stop being gaslit guys you're being told that you're crazy for pointing out the whole grooming thing remember how often that happened with gay marriage and the slope of that
0: we can attest to that we Um, can a lot of my friends were on a team Uh, we were in a ministry for years we'd go out on the streets and minister and we would talk to homosexuals and we would say when is this going to end when is this going to end and i remember telling jesse ventura that i'm for gay marriage he said to me i said i'm telling you jesse what's next it's going to keep going he goes That's crap. Nobody will accept pedophilia. Nobody will accept that stuff. And I'm like, okay. I'm telling you, dude, sin and this was sin finds a way. This was probably 14 years ago. Look at the slow progression. Yep. It's just gay marriage. Gay people just want to love. Right? And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you open the door to sin. There it is. It'll just take you. Now we're having conversations about this. And and notice there, there is a they're trying to attach virtue
1: to the pedophile They're he doesn't commit it, it. He, he doesn't, doesn't do exactly. it exactly he's a virtuous man he 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 holds he has dignity because
0: he doesn't act except when he does i mean know? imagine i'm attracted to women only my wife i don't i don't go seek out other things right but imagine calling myself a could be rapist yes that's what you're doing yeah and i don't and, act but, on it but you
1: have dignity because you don't act on it because
0: i don't act on it that's ridiculous until you do right
1: So this is a testing the fences scenario. These groups continue to push your line of tolerance, hoping that they can make the case by steps. If they're successful, they'll be able to bring you miles and you won't realize it till you look back. So how does the sexual imagery and effects of porn matter? Because sexual imagery and education is being increasingly pushed in front of our kids. Imagine if you put kids on a healthy diet of cocaine, what do you think they would be craving in a couple of years? How badly do you think they would seek it out? This isn't necessarily a deep, well-thought-out Illuminati-style agenda. It's the coalescing of the satanic chaos. Sin infests and destroys. It hollows out. You can get kids thinking sexually before they're even pubescent. They'll be deeply desiring it when they're teenagers. And if we can destigmatize pedophilia along with children being able to consent, since they can make a decision like picking their gender, which is you know permanent, We're now saying a six-year-old can determine their gender. We're only one step away from saying, well, the six-year-old can consent. Then you have a ready-made disaster on our hands. Not just that, but if you reduce the gray matter in the prefrontal cortex, the area of the brain dedicated to judgment and self-control, then you're building pathways that aren't just desire but are biological needs, just like cocaine does saying that sexual material isn't making kids unhappy is a wedge in the door. Look, they're not unhappy, then it obviously isn't harming them too much. That coincides with sexual material is important for them to learn and understand their bodies. While the other side of the situation, the adults are being released from the chains of stigma and social ostracization. Now don't forget, homosexuality was considered a mental disorder as in the DSM, the definitive manual for psychology. Remember that. It was considered a disorder. Gender dysmorphia was a disorder under the DSM, yet now our treatment is to fully embrace it, to mutilate the body however necessary necessary in order to heal the patient, despite the 42% suicide rate not being affected pre or post-op, let alone that a high percentage of those with gender dysmorphia also suffer from schizophrenia. And those suicide rates aren't comparable even to slaves during American slavery or even the Jews. So where does this all end? You 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 say that it's okay for kids to take in sexual material. You try to say pornography isn't all that big of a deal. So now you've started them down that road. Oh, well, you know, they start looking at porn. That's really okay. Or they start looking at TikTok and seeing all this sexual imagery. Oh, well, it's the woman's right empowerment. And it's okay for those kids to look at that because, you know, they don't. They're not made happy or sad. And then you look at the adult and you're telling the adult, well, it's really okay for you to be attracted to minors as long as you don't act on it, wink, wink. You are building a recipe for disaster where you have one side, the victim, whose mind is telling them, I need this, and the other side being told, yeah, you can totally indulge them in that. We are on a pathway for
0: disaster. We are. Especially if that door gets cracked open because it only it only keeps going. You remember the Marvel movies, they crack a door open and all these little demon things. Come yep, up. Yep. It's it's that same thing. It is demonic. And I'm telling you, if it wasn't demonic, why are they going after the kids? They're going after early generations now and they're doing that on purpose. Right. Because if you can get them to not have judgment, you can control people without judgment. It's easy because they do become beasts. What do we do with beasts that can't be tamed or controlled? Right. We put them in a little um, corral. Yeah. We put a little shot collar on them, and that's how we control them, right? We put leashes on them to make sure that they're staying. That's where this is going. But the church has the ability to stand up and stop yes. this. We do. We have the ability. Look, we have the power of the living God on our side that he still heals, delivers. He still saves. And I don't care if you like that or not. The, 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 the gifts of the spirit are still here. And, and we look at uh, the, the ones who say that the gifts of the spirit don't exist. will say this is just a natural progression of sin. That's just what happens. Right. You know what the, the, the guy who believes in the gifts or the person who believes in the gift says it's time for us to go and engage the culture. It's time for us to go show the power of God. Yep. It's time for us to go see. And I'm not a doom and gloomer, Lord. I want to see the power of God move. And, it, and it's funny because I was just talking to you. We read the Old Testament. And some people will say those blessings are just for the children of Israel, specific to them. But how come their curses apply to us then? Right? Why is it that we'll preach that the curses apply to us, but not the blessings? See what happens? All of a sudden we're like, we're serving a doom and gloom God. And he's not doom and gloom. He's just and holy and righteous. But dude, he's a father too. right? And so you have a choice to serve two, either father, the father of lies, or the father of all life and creation. You have a choice. You can serve either father. You can't serve two masters though. You can't have two daddies. You see, ooh, homosexuality, dude. Ooh. there's a little correlation. You cannot ooh. serve both fathers. You cannot serve a father of lies and a father of life. You can't serve a father of lies and a father of truth. Dude, this is trippy. Dude, dude, that just dude,
1: dude. that just father hit of me.
0: Life, the father who gave you life. Father of lies,
1: a a a mirage, a fake, a liar, still a father, an imposter still still a position of father but an imposter in the position
0: you can only have one father but look at the destruction of even the homosexual side two daddies mm-hmm. that's that's what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah. it's I, like if you have oh, two an dads imposter. that's good if you have two
1: dads you actually do have a real father but then another one that's an imposter playing the position
0: Ooh, gosh dude gosh so if again you you can no understand. no, no, no. no I, I think so i'm i'm <laughs> there's a lot to say about it. Yeah, this. we could go for two Com- hours on Comment this. below, uh, share the video. Guys, we love doing these topics because it really hits to the core of the issue, of sin, right? And righteousness where Jesus is. So if you have not shared this, go ahead and share it on your social platforms. Uh, you who are listening on SoundCloud, thank you so much for listening in all the Absolutely. countries, uh, all that stuff. Go ahead and subscribe uh, wherever you're at. Uh, go to the theselfevidenttruth.com. We still have a $15,000 matching grant. Uh, that's still going on. We're, 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 we're hitting some, deep, some goals. It's pretty cool. You want to become a torchbearer? Get kidding. online. You can be that monthly sponsor. We're looking for 100 people to donate 50 bucks a month by the end of the year. Um, that's rolling. We've actually had some really cool signups. God is moving. We're we're excited about it. Again, we love you. We'll see you soon here Friday, I think. Yep. Um, and uh, God bless you. Go on and have a good day. Now, like hearing this information shouldn't scare you. You know what it should do? Enact you. Yeah. I'm Give not you scared. I'm not scared act. by this. It's 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 the same Charge old trick. It. Listen, it's the same old trick. Destroy destroy society by sexuality. Same trick. So let's prevent that. Let's go out there and do our job. Amen. So God bless you guys. We love you. We'll see you Friday. Love you guys.